progression. I want you to see this. It is the natural state of human beings for most to continuously to move forward. everybody, what's up and welcome to another episode of the Evolution Podcast. And today with us, as usual, are Ethan P. Heisey. Welcome in, everybody. It's going to be a great time, and I'm excited to see what we have to share with you. And myself, Sagi Schreiber, and both of us are mentees of Mr. Johnson here with us. What's going on, guys? I uh, hope everyone's doing well and hope you're having a super fantastic day. And if not, let's see what we can do about that. Definitely. And I think we're going to do something about it. So uh, we, we just started talking about something that, um, you know, you like you told me in our uh, on our previous call, Mr. Jen, it was like something that also came up with another mentee in your mentoring program. Um, so I think it's an important topic definitely for us to discuss. Um, basically, I can share that um, I kind of came to you with this thing where I have a lot of things going on at once, obviously. And then um, I I heard people like on podcast, you know, like business gurus talk about like you should focus on one thing. And then, you know, if you don't focus on one thing, you're bound to fail. And then you're like, you know, you took it from there. So I'll let you take it from here. Well, what were we talking about? You know, I was just sharing with my guys before we started recording the call that is amazing to me how many people are talked out of their dreams by their so-called peers or people that they care about or respect. Now, I am not oblivious to one's opinion of people you respect. Obviously, I've asked people what they thought as well. But ultimately, as you get older and you gain wisdom in life, you must realize it is ultimately come down to you and what you think. What do you believe? Now, people will say, man, you just focus on one thing at a time. And I get that. I, I totally get that. But that's not always the case. I mean, as I said to my mentees, we had a very spirited conversation. And I said, you know, if you have two businesses and someone says, man, just focus on this one, you know, you could and, you know, you can get it done and get the results you want. But if you have the wherewithal, the intellect, the emotional fortitude, the drive, the energy, the discipline, the determination to do more than one, you can easily achieve that. Now, somebody said, well, I beg to differ. Well, let us use an equation of something that we all know to be true. If a young married couple announced that they're having triplets, we would not tell them you just need to focus on one child. Know what we would do? We would all say, congratulations, way to go. Oh, that's incredible. Every The women would be crying. The men would be like, oh, man, you got your work cut out for you, that type of thing. It would be a positive thing. Now, if you take that same ideology to three different businesses, what are you doing? Why do you think that way? What makes you think you could do that? I want you to see, what do you think is harder, a business or a child? But I just want you to see how most people think, how they will apply in this situation, oh, that's great and wonderful. And they will support you. They will do a maybe even do a, a crowdfunding, a, you know, a GoFundMe for your children. But they won't do a GoFundMe for your business. Not all, not that some people do, but you guys know what I'm saying. The point I'm trying to make, it is amazing how you can take a situation with three children being born at the same time and it creates this euphoric emotion among people. And everyone's excited and happy and exuberant to be frank about it. But if you take that same ideology into business, you're considered a madman. Hmm. 
And it's amazing to me because I guarantee you raising children are much harder than raising doing your business. And I'm not saying you should have three children at once. It's totally unexpected. So I'm not saying you should have three businesses at once. I'm just simply saying there are no rules. Right. And I think people need to understand that there are no rules except the rules you make for yourself. Will it be hard? Name anything in life that is not challenging. Anything. I mean, any substance, mind you. You want to be a great athlete, you must put in hours upon hours of rigorous training. If you want to be a great financial guru, which requires hours and hours of study, be it trading stocks, futures, options, whatever. Anything in life is going to challenge you. Now, here's the rub. It is entirely up to you how much of that challenge you're willing to take. So my point being, never let anyone deter you or sway you. You do not need anyone's validation. When you're looking a lot of times for people to agree with you, mm. as I say with people, really what you're saying is you don't believe it yourself. And nothing ever works if you don't believe it. Mm -hmm. I have a basic rule of thumb in business. If in doubt, don't. I said this to one of my mentees the other day. He said, yeah, I got this business deal, but this, that, and the third. I said, hey, man, if you're doubting it, don't do it. Follow your intuition. Learn to trust yourself. So anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to address that. Don't let people talk you out of your dreams. I mean, it's good to listen to other people, but at the end of the day, it's your life. You're the one that's going to wind up in that casket. Whether you're rich or poor, happy or sad, fat or skinny, white or black, sick or healthy, all of us will wind up in the dirt. With that being said, why not live your life? Knowing this is going to happen, it is inevitable. Why not live your fullest life to the best of your ability? I mean, really think about that. You will encourage your children to do so, but unfortunately, as adults, we somewhat beg to differ as we get older, nonetheless. Right. And I think um, there's an Israeli song, a uh, rap song that says, like, I follow my dreams. And at the end of the day, you know, when they ask me, you know, or grandpa, what have you done? And I would say, I follow my dreams and I have no regrets or something like that. So anyways, you know, it's something like that where, you know, I think um, looking back, I can see a lot of my friends who are mega successful in business right now, um, mm -hmm. but haven't started their family until very, very late and, you know, invested all their years to start their businesses and now their businesses took off and everything. I'm looking, you know, at myself and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty well in business, not as far as they are, but I, I have three kids now, like right in, and I started my family this past decade. So I'm looking at, um, I think once you said the kids equivalent kind of uh, thing to businesses, I think it made a lot of sense because first of all, you know, obviously all my kids are going to be successful. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, compromise anything in order to get to achieve that goal. Uh, right. Like I'm going to just go all in fully committed to that. And for businesses, for some reason, we tend to maybe, you know, think differently about them. But you said, hey, but, you know, what about your kids? Do you ever think differently about them? Like one, uh, do you think that if you have a couple, then one of them would not succeed? <laughs> then, you know, no option, right? So basically, I think, uh, yeah, it might grow slower if you have a few things going on at once. But at the end of the day, you know, they will all grow if you keep consistent and work on them properly and, be, and stay focused, like you said. Said, and at the end of the day, what most people fail to do is think. Most people have not been taught how to think. They respond. They're reactionary. Most people don't have a lot of emotional maturity. 
You know, I'm just being honest. And it takes a lifetime to learn certain things. But when you learn to think for yourself, you, I'm not, again, I have people that I go to and I value their opinion. Hell, I ask you guys what you think. But ultimately, whenever you're looking to garner someone's opinion, I would say I'm never learning just for their opinion. I want more information. I think that's what one should be looking for. Is there any piece of information that I might be missing or I might not be aware of that can solidify or validate that which I'm trying to do? And so, again, I'm not opposed to it, but don't let it ultimately sway you from doing something you feel as though you can do it. And with your children, you realize you don't have a choice. You see, with business, you have a choice. I don't have to do this. I don't have to have this. But when your child is there, you have to feed them. You have to clothe them. You have to provide food, clothing, shelter, transportation, and all the things that are necessary to raise a human being. Yeah. These are quintessential. This is a necessity. So you, so you understand there's no there's no uh, option. There's no I can't do that. See, but if you right. took that same mentality into business, then, then you would have the same result. But with business, you know, in the back of your mind, there's always this small little voice saying, well, if it doesn't work, I can do this. Right. Yes. See, I'm very, I tell you, you got to be honest. Most people are all the same in a sense. Nobody wants to fail. But most people don't realize it is in failure that you find success. Now, this is the, this is not, and this is a weird thing in life, not just in business, but in life itself. It is in challenges in the marriage that makes the marriage grow stronger. It is in challenging situations with your children that makes the child mature and grow and you become a better parent and they become a better child. It is in challenges in anything you deal with that always brings the human being to the next level. If you're not good at finances, when you're challenged financially, when you do get some money, usually, not always, but usually you're much better for it because you won't make those same mistakes. And so understand that these challenges that we're facing in business and in finding ourselves and making these decisions ultimately lead back to what do you believe about yourself? Yep. Yes, it's just that simple. Listen, guys, whenever doubt comes, anxiety, worry, fear, unbelief, believe me, I know them well, You'll rule them, you'll master them in time, all of you will. They are only coming for one thing, to question you and ask you one question. Are you who you say you are? Every time, just remember that this is all the things I tell myself. I have these business deals that I'm doing and some look very promising, some need work. That's just the nature of business. But how you respond to your challenges and the individuals you have around you are quintessential to your overall progression. You know, so... Yeah, I hope uh, it helps, man. Yeah, because I want you guys to win. I mean, it is, you know, it's a lot of times older people just don't talk to a lot of younger people. And, you know, you can learn a lot. I mean, I learn a lot from my young guys all the time to keep me abreast of a lot of stuff I'm not aware of. And I thank God for it. You know, it you know, keeps you in the know, if you will. But there's also a lot of times where they're just sitting there listening to me talking. They're saying, you know, Mr. Johnson, no one speaks to me like this. And no one's told me this or given me this information. And that's fine. You know, because ultimately, I want people to win. You know, why I'm also adamant about winning Sagi and Ethan because I've lost a lot. You know, but I learned to win through those losses, through those challenges. And the one thing I learned was this: you got to learn to think for yourself. No one's going to listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Pay close attention. No one is ever going to give you more than you are willing to give to yourself. Remember that. Remember that. I'm telling you the truth. No one. 
you know, and always operate from a position of strength. Whether you read a man who's worth 10 billion or a man who has $10, it is just as much of an honor for them to meet you and vice versa. The door swings both ways. One's money does not equate to value. It's just money. But the impact, the things that you're leaving with people, the words that you share with them, are they resonating with them? Are they empowering them to move forward, to think differently, to think correctly, particularly about themselves? These things are what I find to be germane to your overall success and long term. So I hope that helps you. I love that. Um, and to anybody out there, you know, that if you guys are doing a couple of things right now and are listening to this and are like, yeah, but you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I don't know like if I should do both, you know, and like you're not really sure, then uh, I think the question Mr. J would have for you, like, you know, he asked me like is, um, do you believe you can do it? And so think to yourself, do you believe you can do it? Mm-hmm. If so, great, go do it. Everything is, pre- and I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not going to be hard and difficult. And I don't want to make that, uh, uh, you know, something that, you know, it's just easily done. I'm simply saying it's not impossible. I mean, look at the world. This is why I get so passionate about life. Look at the world. man. you have great ships that can float from one continent to another. There used to be a time we rode in wooden ships. There was a time. There were wooden ships with big cloths called sails. And our men would have these long sticks and row. <laughs> now they have these great huge machines that can transport hundreds of cars and food and clothing all the way across the other side of the world. There was a time in order for us to get a letter from a company, it would take five to seven business days. Now you can just get an email and be in your inbox in less than 10 minutes. Hmm. Look at the world you live in. Don't you understand? Don't all of us understand how great of an opportunity this is? You could be whatever you want. But again, one's mindset, one's consciousness, awareness of life and all its possibilities. I and, and either he'll know. I'll tell you guys: don't limit yourself. Don't say I'm a chef. It's nothing wrong with being a chef, but if you say I'm a chef, you're proclaiming that's all I am. But then now the chef wants to own his own restaurant, so now he wants to become more than just a chef. He wants to become a chef and owner. Progression. I want you to see this. It is the natural state of human beings, for most, to continuously to move forward. And how can you move forward just doing one thing? That's why guys who do business for a long time, they get tired of their business and wind up what? Selling it. Because they limit themselves. I tell you both and I tell all who are listening, become businessmen and women. You can be a business owner and have more than one business. Many of my friends do. And it doesn't mean you have to run all your businesses either. either. You just have to think differently. Remember, a fish thinks from the head down. So if you are in charge and you're doing more than one thing, what am I telling you? Prioritize what needs to get done. You have to become excellent at time management. How do you manage your time? What does your infrastructure looks like? Are you very good at delegation and follow-up? You know, it's a it's a way to lead, not just lead in random, you know, choices. You have to have a strategy as a leader. What is my goal this week? Something I tell my managerial teams is, that's something I've done for years. It's, it's an old managerial philosophy. I'm old school. And it works. It's called MBO, Managing by Objective. And each week, you know, we have an objective. This is what we're going to get done. Now, do we achieve all of our goals every week? Of course not. 
But each week, Mr. Johnson's philosophy is simple. Just each week, get a little bit better. Each week. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Eventually, you will devour it. But it will take time. And as unfortunately with most young people, they're very impatient. Yep. Yeah, I think that's huge, Mr. Johnson, because everyone wants to get rich quick, especially in the society of people watching people on Instagram and YouTube and it's mm-hmm. inspiring, yes, but it takes time, like you said, to truly build what's called the wealth. And mm-hmm. um, I do want to clarify, though, because we have some new people. I was thinking of a couple of people that are watching our podcast. And they look at some of the people that are speaking on our podcast here, maybe on YouTube, that are doing a million things. But a lot of times they can run podcasts and run companies and do speaking engagements and do all these things. It's because they have the leverage of employees and, and money and they're just in a different position. So be careful to not try to run five businesses at once at the very beginning, because there is a limit on the time that you have every day. And we only have so much attention we can focus because everything's pulling our attention. So just be careful. But to Mr. Johnson's point, yes, anything is possible, but you got to have a good plan and time management and discipline. To Look, make sure you know what? I tell people too, that like you just made mention of your attention. This is another thing about thinking for yourself. You know where your attention is. You see, when I was a young executive, I had 400 employees, right? 25 managers, 18 supervisors. And so how do you manage all of this? And see, just, maybe I get to see it from a little bit of a different perspective because I was in that environment. Not only was I doing that, I'm the vice president of the Georgia Restaurant Association at the time and the new secretary for the Georgia Restaurant Council. And you're serving on governmental affairs committee. So you have all these other obligations. And what it took was a lot of work, to be honest with you. There were many 70 to 80 hour work weeks. And I'm not advocating that at all, but I'm simply saying I was able to do more than one thing at once. Number one, because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You see, it really comes down to desire. What do you desire? Ask an athlete. I'm in high school, but I want to go to college and play basketball. And at the same time, he doesn't have a scholarship, so he has to work. Have there been athletes who go to school, graduate, play sports, and have a job all at the same time? Yes. Why did they do that? Because they wanted to. All I'm trying to get people to see is what do you want? When we start in the, listen, this is how it happens. It's called assimilation. And then when you have a fish that breaks away, from what the norm is, what's considered to be normal, this is the odd man or odd woman out. But then often those are the, the uh, Elon Musk, the Bill Gates. They're the odd man out. There is a scripture in the book that teaches us, it compares people to sheep. Why is that? Why? Why are we compared to such sheep? Why do all sheep run together in the herd? Do you ever notice that? You danger. Say again? Avoid danger. To avoid danger, but more importantly, because they all follow each other. That's why they need a shepherd. You see, it takes someone to lead them. Most people follow what other people do. Mm. It's just the truth, man. Most people don't think for themselves, man. They don't. They they thought what somebody else told them. You only know what you know because what was told to you. Think about it. Really think about it. You only know what you know because of what was told you. You know your name is this because that's what your mother said. You believe what you believe because that's how you was raised. 
You know what you know business-wise because that's the environment you were in. But what Mr. Johnson is simply saying, how often do you truly think for yourself? And that's why people start asking other people's opinion because they're unsure of themselves. That's exactly why they're asking. I want you to see that. They're unsure because they're not, when you start to think for yourself, then they start questioning themselves. So they start looking for other people's opinion to validate what it is that they're wanting to do. But what I'm simply saying to you, there is no validation. Everything is up to you. Remember, you are a conduit for life. It is happening to you and through you. And you are the architect, the gardener, the seed sower, and also the fruit all growing at the same time. I think there's no limit for human beings. I really believe that. You can take the heart out of a man who's clinically dead and put it into somebody else and it'll start beating. You can take the eyes out of someone who's brain dead and put it in somebody else's body and they can see. Nothing's impossible to us. That's all I'm saying. It only becomes impossible once we conceive of it as being as impossible. Go back 300 years and take your cell phones out and go into a crowd full of people in the middle of the night and turn on your light feature on your phone. They will call you a god. Or, or take your phone and do something, you know, have a video play or take a lighter with you back 300 years and light a piece of wood. They call you a sorcerer. It's just technology. Mankind is always advancing. Trust me, there is no limit to the human mind or potential. Ethan, you're absolutely right. Infrastructure is key. But a lot of times, a lot of people don't have that infrastructure because they don't know how to get people to buy into what it is they want to do. Great people skills to me and communication are the two greatest things that you need to be successful. Do you need to be the smartest guy in the room? No. Do you have to have the most money? No. If you can communicate orally, and you can write it, and you can engage them, you got a shot of really creating some great stuff. So I think that kind of brings us to our um we wanted to discuss on the next episode something that relates to um, you know, owning the room or how to get known, right? Um, I think that really connects to the next episode. So I think we yeah. can stop here. Uh Have guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and remember, if you liked it, if you got value from it, please share it on social media, rate us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. This means the world to us. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop a like, subscribe, you know, hit the notifications button and write a comment. Do all those things to let us know that you're here, that you're supporting the show. We want to know that the show is growing and not only by the numbers of our analytics. We want to know you're here, guys. So please let us know. Uh, thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.